You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. He was one of the first. I saw your Snapchat of Echo playing soccer. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Um, one of my best friends, yeah, yeah. her dad is in the assembly, and his name is Harvey Epstein. So you can't get worse. Uh, yeah. Like, he was born in the 60s. They didn't know. But, like... Rip to the man on Twitter whose name is Matt Gertz. Oh, oh, I, yes, oh, I know. The date thing, oh. yeah. Like, I remember... Uh, like finding out that, that guy like existed and was on Twitter because somebody <laughs> retweeted a thread of his where he just like does the little like you know asterisk to denote action deep breath wrong guy wrong guy wrong guy wrong guy just replying to so many tweets I felt so bad for him he didn't um, ask for that I know John Favreau from you know Hot Save America he's like. I always know when there's another Marvel movie because everybody tweets at me and I'm like, nope, not that John Favreau. Uh, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Pretend I do not see it. I need to paint my nails again. I haven't done that in a long time. I mean, I had something else. I keep sending y'all clips from Love It or Leave It and I almost had another one I sent yesterday but I can't remember what it was. By the time I got home from work, I was, like, half dead, and I forgot to do it. Now it's going to bother me that I can't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. He just kills me. So funny. And so ridiculously smart. It's not fair. Oh, my, oh God. my God, yeah. No, he's so witty. Like, but just, re- yeah, he's so intelligent. And he's adorable. You can't have all of those things. Yeah. He, <laughs> what, oh, my God, during the the simply safe ad and they're like even you know even lovett can set it up and lovett's like yeah if a small gay jew can do it then so can you and i'm like (laughs) i said something really good during a simply safe ad yesterday he's referencing keto again on it got my seltzer (laughs) it's keto thing kind of sad Emily will not be joining us, but, you know. Sometimes that's how it is on this bitch of an earth. How's everyone doing today? Fine. I'm ready for bed. PJs. I love that for you. I wish I was in my PJs. But frankly, I did this to myself. I'm the one who put on a sweater and jeans, so. I'm still so bummed that that didn't fit me. I was so excited. I was like, I love this shirt. And then I got it, and it was definitely not as advertised but that's okay it went to a good home you girl um i was dressed like an actual adult today i had a bunch of meetings and things uh but i i got in a late workout and just took a shower like right before this so it's like um i could put on real clothes again or i could just put on my pajamas yeah yeah and be comfy and then when we're done here i can just brush my teeth and go to bed i love that for you I am, as much as I do love cold weather, because I like, I love layering, I love sweaters, I do love that in the summer, um, my clothing just becomes so much more cursed, because I can just wear all of my, like, weird t-shirts and just have that be, like, the statement of the outfit, mm-hmm. and also, like, I can wear my ceaseless watcher booty shorts, which I haven't worn mm-hmm. in a very long time, and love them, miss them, can't wait to 
subject people to those in public. It's true. I feel like a lot of winter clothing just it doesn't have the same quality. I like like dress I dress so much nicer in winter, like I'm so classy and put together, but in the summer just the true feral gremlin energy that lives within me can be outwardly expressed so much better. I think the difference is, like, people wear a lot of sweaters in winter, and you're sort of limited pattern-wise, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to, like, a fabric t-shirt or, you know, um, like, a fabric, like, top. Yeah. <laughs> um, or even, like, you know, yeah, you can have sweatshirts that are essentially the equivalent of a t-shirt, but they tend not to print as many of those with, like, fun graphic designs and things. Mm-hmm. I've tried to find them. Although... I guess if I tried hard enough, I could make my winter outfits as chaotic as my summer outfits, as evidenced by the sweater you sent in the group chat. You were like, this is a sweater for you, and it's just a sweater that has a goose holding a knife stitched onto it, like from Untitled Goose Game, and it just says murder. (laughs) And I need it. Yep, I I saw it. it. I know who that's for. This girl... (laughs) I'm, I'm happy, though, that my Facebook ad, like, the algorithm has seemed to have corrected itself. I'm not getting all those, like, super right-wing ads anymore. I'm seeing a lot more rainbows involved in the ads that I see, which is a good sign. We stand. We do stand. Yeah. Why do and you that think you were ad. getting weird right-wing targeted ads in the first place? Don't know. And there's, like, a button that you can click that says, you know, why am I seeing this ad? And then when I would click on it, it would say, because you're over a certain age and you live in the U.S. But I was getting ads for, like, gun racks and, like, hats that say, let's go Brandon. Uh, Ew. All kinds of products with the word freedom in them. Just, you know, name products with freedom in it. Weird. <laughs> I don't know how it started. I screenshotted some of them here and there, like, am I really seeing this? Very strange. Very strange indeed. But I kept clicking to hide all of them, so I think it finally caught on. Solid. I gotta say, the targeted ads on Instagram, they they know who they're they know who they're talking to. Like they're always advertising like vintage like grandma sweaters to me. I'm like, yep, they know their audience. They have got me pinned down quite well. I feel like it took me a lot of work to get my algorithm back on track, you know, constantly reporting ads and saying, like, stop showing me this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was worth it, because that was the ad that I got today. All of that effort brought me to the goose sweater. Wonderful. Actually, um, my sister doesn't even like video games, but she thinks Untitled Goose Game is hilarious. So for her birthday one year, I got her Untitled Goose Game socks, which just, like, they look <gasps> like the goose. And one time she was at school, and I still have this screenshot floating around somewhere, I'll, like, attach it if I can find it, but she sent me, (laughs) she was really drunk, and she sent me a video of her, like, lying on her bed with her feet up in the air going like this, and she captured it, making de geese kiss. It was wonderful. (laughs) That's some impressive, uh, contortion. Yeah, I was really impressed, honestly. And I was even more impressed that she was, like, quite clearly just, like, off her ass and thought of this. Yeah. Like, that probably wouldn't occur to me. Well, yeah, she was wearing them. I, I can imagine, like, that drunken feeling of looking down and seeing geese on your feet. <laughs> just being like, dude. <laughs> yeah, okay, maybe that is it. Oh, man, I gotta start wearing fun socks when I drink. Well, we'll have to make that a goal of whenever we all, like, meet in person. Including my shrimp cocktail socks, which I'm so excited about. I'm so happy you found those. Yeah, and it it's so weird, because they sell them at FYE. Mm-hmm. You know, at the mall, there aren't that many of them. They've been starting to reopen them here and there, and they just opened one near me. And so I originally saw them in an FYE in Ohio. And I happened to be in the mall the other day, and I was like... <gasps> Could it be? Could it be? And it was. And it was. Wow. It's so boring in my life for the shrimp cocktail socks. I absolutely love that. I'm wearing super boring socks right now, honestly, which is kind of sad. I wish I was. I should have put on fun socks, but that's on me. I feel like I should be showing the people the shrimp cocktail socks. You can most definitely show the people the shrimp mm-hmm. cocktail socks. 
and there she goes. <laughs> Zach, do you have a lot of fun socks or not really? I have a pair of Obama socks. <laughs> nice. What would you say your like yeah. ratio of normal socks to fun socks is though? Because it's definitely oh. a mostly fun sock. I went hunt my Thank normal you. socks far outnumber my fun socks. Aw, big rip. Oh. I have majority fun socks. As do I. Hell yeah, dude. I love them so much. I don't know why. But they make me smile. They're that's like such a specific way of drawing a shrimp too. Mm -hmm. I have these robin socks, which I think are fun. Beautiful. And it ain't easy being cheesy with grilled cheese on them. Incredible. And you dim some, you lose some. Wait, no, you win, win some, some, you dim some. some. I love it. I was trying to read it backwards on there. <laughs> I have a wonderful pair of socks that say ringleader of the shit show on them. I have another pair that say fuck off, I'm reading. Um, mm -hmm. I have a pair of socks that have like clouds and rainbows and blue skies that say up yours on them, which my mom bought for me. Thank you, Kathy. Oh, I have several pairs of corgi socks. I have some cat socks, which I'm pretty sure you've seen. One of my favorite socks. One of my favorite pairs is the socks that have cats in boxes on them. Wonderful. Yeah, those. I got ones with cats and yarn on them. Those are good. I have a lot of socks. Yeah, so do I. Sometimes I'm like, maybe I should have less socks, but then I see more fun socks. Got narwhals and unicorns and hedgehogs. I used to have a bunch of narwhal socks. I do not anymore. I have one with otters holding hands. Third. Of course, like, I have, like, four pairs of sloth socks. As you should. One in which they're wearing sunglasses and gold chains for some reason. I dig it. I have... You were here when I bought these ones. I have socks that have killer whales on them, and they're playing instruments, and it says killer beats. Hmm. Oh, that was a good pun. Zach, you look like you were just laughing at something. Oh, yeah. It was, I was laughing at Echo. She walked over and sat right in front of me and was like... What? Was it a hard day at the office? <laughs> yeah, I, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I have my... I, I have my Obama socks. I have friends' socks. Wonderful. Um, those have definitely made more than one appearance on the hill. Um, As they should. I, I have, like, I ha or at least had some, like, fuzzy socks. But other than that, my, like, normal, boring plant Oh, I socks do love my last podcast on the left slipper socks that match my yeah. last podcast sweater. I love them so much. My only complaint is that they're, like, too thick to put under, like, boots or something. So I can't, like, publicly be coordinating, but whatever. They keep my little feetsies warm. Yeah, I definitely have more socks than any one person should have. Oh, yeah, same. I got, you know, various fun socks, but of, like, different heights, because I got the ankle socks and I got the taller socks. And I've got my specialty expensive running socks. Ooh, I have some cool bike socks that, like, cycling, like, you know, nice, like, you know, kind of whatever material they'd be making that stuff out of that like match some of my cool ass cycling jerseys i love them there's another store at the same mall i was at the other day called socks to be you and it's just a store of socks <laughs> that's awesome that sounds like I didn't a, see it a serious temptation is what that sounds like yeah i didn't see there's it so many there's so many puns you could do with that right? like socks to sock mm -hmm. I also have a cool You heard favorite. it here first. One of my favorite things to do is, like, kind of, like, sneak fun socks into an outfit. Because, like, I have this, like, uh, like dress that has, like, a sweater-type turtleneck thing that goes under it. And it's, like, you know, a lot of, like, beige colors, plaid. And I have these nice, like, suede boots that I wear with it. And these, like, just-over-the-knee socks that actually have, like, a really tall ostrich going up the side of it but they're, like, dark brown up near the top. And when I wear them with the boots, you can just see the kind of, like, dark brown. And it's like, ooh, so put together. Little do, little do people know that I'm walking around with just ostriches on my legs. Fun. Just brings a fun little element to my day. I think that's why I like my fun socks, because when I, you know, at work I'm wearing dress pants and whatever, trying to look professional, but I'm always wearing ridiculous socks underneath. Uh, and no one ever really sees them until, like, occasionally, you know, I'll be sitting down, like, you know, cross my leg and so my pants move up just enough. 
and I've seen students sometimes go. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good feeling. You know, adding a little fun to the day when you okay, have to honestly, be. Honestly, school- that's a good question. What are what are some some things you do just to make adult life a little bit more fun, such as. Mm-hmm. Tattoos? Off his tattoos, we love it. Such as, you know, having your nice outfit on, but you're wearing really stupid socks. Mm-hmm, hmm I mean, certainly some things we've talked about before, like eating dino nugs. Of course, that's spending possible. my hard-earned adult money on mac and cheese and dino nugs and Pop-Tarts and Capri Suns. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot that's food-oriented. I sent you that picture earlier. I got the Fruity Pebbles cake kit. Make a fruity pebbles cake, and I'm very. It's all just about doing the things that you couldn't do, that you like weren't allowed to do as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like any like whatever like candy or like sugary cereal your parents wouldn't buy. That like becomes a staple in your household as an adult. It's a good. They haven't. I. It, it hasn't become a staple, but I know my, my parents never get... I don't even know what the cereal is called, but it's like the cereal where like the cereal is those little cookies. Oh, I know. Cookie Crisp? Uh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Um, and I... My parents never got it when I was a kid, but I did try it when I was like buying my own food. It's good. I just don't have it all the time, but like... The feeling of liberation. Yeah. Yeah, I like an occasional box of Lucky Charms. It's good shit, man. Charms. They're lovely. We do stand. And also just, like, I feel like one of the pleasures of adulthood is just, like, adding alcohol to things that were already fun as a kid. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, Capri Suns. Capri Suns. <laughs> How do you... Do you get the Capri Sun out of the pouch and, like, put it in the glass mm. and then mix it? Or do you, like, inject Get a syringe. <laughs> so the way I saw it done is you can inject, is you can use a syringe, inject whatever alcohol into your Capri Sun, and then like solder or I don't know, like you heat it, mm-hmm. and it like reseals. And then it. you can, yeah, and it reseals it. And take it with you wherever. You shake it up. You do the same thing with um, ice pops, like freeze pops. Yeah. Mm-hmm good shit yeah just a lot of adding adding alcohol to things that are vodka like vanilla vodka goes really well with like duncan or starbucks like refresher drinks leading me into another question or like weird alcohol combinations that are good like like whatever fruit flavored vodka like if it's like peach vodka like a peach refresher Mm -hmm. it's good I think I forgot to mention to you, Bridget, that I got half of the ingredients for the flavor. The fl- That is one of the things that we have to do flavor. either, like, on stream or whenever we all, like, wind up in the same room together. That is one of the first things we have to do is try the flavor. And I will link I the post that explains this, but Brooks, would you like to take it away for the class? Well, I'm just... So, um... <sighs> I guess to explain the meme altogether, generally speaking, right? So supposedly when you combine the cucumber lime Gatorade with the Mike's Harder cranberry, it has a certain flavor and that flavor is nothing. Yeah, it's the flavor of non-existence. The person who posted, who initially just posted this describes it as like, Like, just can't, like, everything cancels out. It's like, the experience was described as, like, your brain detects that you're experiencing a flavor, but there's nothing there. So we want to know what that's like. We've made that a goal of ours. I was hoping a quick Google would bring it up. I'm pretty sure I have it saved in my phone somewhere. Oh yeah, I'm sure I have it saved in my meme folders across various devices. It's just about- it. Oh, here we go. So the original post, um, I've mixed cranberry Mike's Harder and cucumber lime Gatorade into a drink I like to call the flavor. Because like, you drink this shit and your tongue is like, there's a taste here. You are experiencing a flavor. 
But when you go to open the door, there's no flavor there. <laughs> it comes back with an undefined error in the flavor column. It's the missing no of flavors. It so absolutely and definitely tastes like something, and that thing is nothing. <laughs> and then the, the comment, I'm gonna... I'm going to go make this BRB. Okay, so I found a gas station that had the stuff, so I made it. Diagnosis, it tastes. <laughs> Beautiful dramatic <laughs> reading. Thank you. So, it was yeah. hard to keep looking back and forth. I, I want to know. I want to know. Yeah, I want to experience it. Yeah, so I got the, the Cranberry Marks Harder. I came across it a few weeks ago, and I hadn't seen it a lot of places. So I was like, oh, I better snatch this while I can. Hell yes. Um, Number line Gatorade is proving more difficult to find, but I'll I'll get it. I think we can figure it out. I believe in us. Hmm. I'm sorry. I just got some for a friend yesterday. So, worst case scenario, I can get it here. We com combine from a distance. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. That means we have to be in the same place. Is this wonderful? Like the north and the south coming together. Technically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's kind of another, not necessarily even a question, just just topic of discussion. Um, favorite shitty go-to college drinks, weird alcohol combinations. What do we got? What do we got for the class? Well, you know what my go-to college drink was. Yeah, it was an obscenely massive screwdriver. <laughs> just get my giant, like, 32-ounce cup and vodka and OJ. Put a straw in it, and you're good to go. That's what we always did. It was cheap, it was easy, and especially drinking out of a straw, you got drunk pretty quickly. Yeah, why is that? I don't know. Maybe we just have more of a tendency to, like, sip it leisurely, as opposed to, like, putting a drink down and forgetting about it for I mean, a couple like, minutes. This is a problem I have run into what? when I'm, like with my friends and we're like planning on drinking i always tend to get drunk faster than i intend to because no matter what i mean like you see me with the seltzer here just constantly chugging out of this thing whenever i have a beverage it does not last long i am simply a beverage woman like if i have something in my hand i'm gonna take a sip out of it frequently yeah i never understood the people in college who could come to an 80 minute class with a drink and leave with it at the same level. Yeah, or like, like they, leave they, with they it come like, in still like two thirds like, full, like. Yep. And it, they never touch it the whole class. It's like, is that for decoration? Yeah. Like, why do you, like, like, is it just a, an accessory? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I literally never understood it. I gotta say, one of my um, trashy college moves that I still um, kind of enjoy is just putting some fucking vodka and root beer and moving on with my life. Mm -hmm. Nothing beats bourbon cream and root beer, though. Mm. See, that's the actual nice, like, fancy adult version of it. This was just, I bought something out of a vending machine and put plastic bottle vodka in it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was trashy, but it worked. That's more uh, of just no for the people. A vanilla milkshake with peanut butter screwball whiskey. Ooh. One time my sister and I made um, milkshakes and put Baileys in it, and that was really freaking good. So this is just cocktail recommendations um, for the squad. But you know what? Whatever. I mean, I when, we, when we wanted to mix it up in college, we would make a tequila sunrise. Oh, those are good. They are, it's just orange juice and tequila. Yeah. <laughs> grenadine to give it the sunrise. Fun. So we switched the alcohol and used grenadine, so it was, you know, much fancier. Just a tad. You know what? When you're in college, it counts. Yeah. One time, me and a couple of my roommates went splitsies on, like, a $50 bottle of vodka, and I swear to God, I've never oh, felt so fancy in my life. Yeah, no, we can get, like, the $10 jug, plastic jugs. Oh, we did plenty of that. Yeah. But one time we were like, you know well what? Passed. Let's do this. And it was really nice. We definitely um, started out <clears throat> with only malt beverages. There used to be a lot of malt beverages back in those days that don't exist anymore. Do tell. Unfortunately, there was like the sky blue or something like that, which when I think about it now, it was really gross. 
<laughs> just awful. But there was a lot of that, a lot of Mike's Hard Lemonade. But that was in the back of the day when they only had the one flavor, the lemonade. So that was where we mostly started off. Awful stuff. A lot of smeared off. Yeah, I, do have a, I have a oh, fondness yeah. in my heart for like shitty frat beer. I'm not going to lie to you. Am I classless? Yeah, probably. Good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Hmm? Well. Hmm? Oh, no. I just had a couple of questions for when we're done. Oh, have at alcohol. it. Um, okay, so one... Well, let's see how I want to do this. The, I, I think I sent a video the group chat on instagram but the question was basically are all people who you don't know npcs and it was the, yeah i know the video was you're talking about who's like yeah <laughs> yeah because i feel like to a certain extent as long as you say it with confidence and you're personable. You can say a lot of things. You can and... say a lot of things. Hmm. That sounds, uh, I'm gonna mess up the pronunciation of this. Very solipsistic. Solipsism, yeah. Yeah, yeah, solipsism. But it's the, um, the adjective that trips me up. Fair enough. Oh. Um, <laughs> see, that's the only reason why I can't say yeah people I don't know are NPCs, because here's the thing. I didn't know y'all at one point. Mm-hmm. But then again, sometimes Ooh, when you play but... a video game, you think you're encountering an NPC, but it turns out they are an important part that has been programmed into the game. So, or, I guess we're just talking about whether or not we live in a simulation. Or what about, like, Mario Kart, where you can play one character, and then the rest of them are NPCs, but... If your friends join, they become those other characters. Or something. I don't know. Um, I, don't I think games. a lot of our interactions with people we don't know are very NPC-like. Yeah. Because, again, you can say a lot of weird stuff as long as you say it confidently and politely, and people will just wave you through the interaction because they don't want to deal with it. Which I get as a person who has worked retail. Oh, yeah. So an, an NPC is just a friend you haven't made yet. Maybe. That's like that's what you about it. Aw. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, maybe we shouldn't say such weird shit to them. But also, I feel like that's like a potential path to friendship. Oh my god, wait, have you guys seen the video of that guy who gets the Amazon package? And he's like, ooh, Amazon. <laughs> and then the other guy walks out of his house at the same time. <laughs> yes. I'll have to find it. It's like, it gets me every, oh my god, it kills me. I no, love there's it so another, much. there's a very similar TikTok where this guy doesn't realize that, like, some, like, you know, they're at, like, a house party. He doesn't realize he has the can't like, you know, a bunch of roommates screwing around or something. Doesn't realize he has the camera on him. But he's picking up this, like, soaking wet towel. And he's going... Ew, ew. And then he realizes that the camera's on him. He goes, oh my god! Like, and, like his voice <laughs> drops, like, so much lower. And I feel like those are the interactions that, like, like, why you wind up, like, actually, like, talking to someone oh, beyond, like, hey, like, you know, it's, like, weird things that happen in public. Okay, I just sent it to the group chat because I was otherwise going to forget, and it literally kills me. Every time. I love it so much. Look at that later. Um, yeah. But yeah. I think a lot of life's interactions have NPC energy. Yeah. Yeah, but that's just basic psychology. This is also very true. Yeah. Um, the other question that I saw... Wait. I have it. Um... Oh my god, where did it go? Saved. I saved it. What is a legal scam that still exists in 2022? I know you guys talked about MLMs already, but... I was gonna say MLMs, and I mean, like... 
I want to think of a more fun answer, but student loans. I would say bottled water. Bottled water is a scam. Bottled water is 100% a scam. I will still buy it. But no, I don't. I have a filter. I, well, not like from my house, but like if I'm out and about. Yeah, okay. So, you know, sometimes you I'm forget well. your water bottle and you're thirsty. It's going to happen. But like in general, yeah. I avoid buying bottled water. Yeah. Yeah, oh, no, it's there's... absolutely a scam. I feel like there have to be more answers to that, and like more like funny ones, not just like sad ones like student loans. <laughs> like they definitely exist; they're just oh, not coming to me. I feel like um, at the end, it's sad. Maybe not like a scam, but a misrepresentation, like the map of the globe that we know, where like the 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 true sizes of continents are really distorted. Yeah. Which, like, and how, know. like, Africa is way bigger than it's presented. Which, like, I feel like, like, I feel like Brooks and I are on the same wavelength here. Like, we <laughs> both know where the... Are you thinking about West Wing right now? I'm 100% thinking about West Wing right now. I mean, I have... <laughs> I have... Like, like that is something that I have 100% seen and read about independent of West Wing prior to watching West Wing. But when now, whenever I think about it, I think of, like, cj craig like it's freaking me out and yeah <laughs> yeah it's great yeah <laughs> Fair i just watched that episode a few weeks ago which is why as soon as you said the yeah. map like, oh, like in west wing and then i was like sitting here smiling she's like cartographers for social justice <laughs> um that is messed up though mm-hmm Oh, no, it, it totally is. And, like, it, it does affect how we view who's important and not important. And, like... Hmm. I said it was messed up, and then I would say, you went, you hear about Pluto? It's <laughs> <laughs> messed up, right? I... No, like, earlier, I don't think we were recording yet, but, like, I definitely dropped a small psych reference. I don't know. I was hoping... I, and I, I couldn't see your face because you were eating, but I was like, I'm really hoping somebody got this because otherwise I just sounded stupid. I but love when I come, when I like check back in into the host group chat after like an entire day or whatever, <laughs> and YouTube just been popping off about something for like two hours, and I just send that picture from so like a Sonic game that somebody photoshopped. It's just Eggman going, "What are you two fucking talking about?" I think what? we're talking about or leave it at the time. Yeah. Like, that is what I feel like every time I come back into the podcast group chat and you two have been talking for like 45 minutes. I mean, who among us hasn't had a date who tried to buy a, an alligator? <laughs> or a caiman. yeah. <laughs> I was very excited because I actually knew what a caiman was before she explained it. So. Really? I don't yeah. think I did. They're just kind of smaller crocodiles. Literally, rest in peace. <laughs> yeah, I have to check out this yeah. this podcast you two listen to. Oh, it's so funny. But also, I have so many things I need to catch up on. So, well, he only they release just one episode per week, and it's like yeah. an hour. I listen to it during my drive to work. Generally, I listen to that and then Pod Save America on Thursday in my commute. <gasps> I still haven't listened to this week's episode of Secret of St. Kilda. Ooh. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ooh. That'll be fun. Anyway. This is now just me talking about podcasts. Which means I'm legally obligated to name drop the Magnus Archives. Oh my god, a podcast talking about podcasts? That's so meta. What? Weird. <laughs> the po- like, the podcast ecosystem. Just like, it's it's a circle. It's a closed Wild. circle of a bunch of podcasts just referencing a bunch of other podcasts. All roads end at Joe Rogan. <laughs> so that's what I learned about. Joe Rogan of- is like the final podcast boss yeah the final boss (laughs) i refuse yeah no that's a boss fight that i'm perfectly content not engaging in yeah (laughs) although i did love all the memes comparing that like really freaking weird picture of him like in like a hot tub or whatever to fucking the baron harkonnen in dune in like the new dune movie it just made me laugh a lot (laughs) Oh, I watched the awful David Lynch Dune, like, two nights ago. Yeah? There's a lot to unpack there. Was it awful? Yeah, it was... Mm. Okay, and my camera's out. Gonna fix that. It was so bad that it killed my camera. Uh, hold on here. Camera turned off in protest. I thought this memory card had plenty of space, but... I guess we're being lied to. Camera doesn't know how time works. Yeah. Okay. That was cute. Um. Here's the thing. <laughs> Never heard what you want to hear out of a David Lynch fan's mouth. Um. It was a disaster. Um, mostly due to conflicts over, like, who gets, you know, final cut, how long is it gonna be, story direction, blah blah blah, all these things behind the scenes. However, um, some really cool ideas, honestly, and some of the set design kind of slapped, like, some of the set and costume design, even though it was, like, kind of immediately dated, was also very clear that they went to a lot of effort to kind of, to create an environment that is clearly not, you know, the earth we are living on, so <clears throat> I respect that. And, um, for the 80s, the sandworm effects fucking banged. Like, honestly, best part about the movie, 10 out of 10, for the sandworms. Hell yeah. And also, so you're I saying think it's... their whole struggle was that they were trying to mass market a very dense work of science fiction. Whereas with the second dune that we have now they were kind of like you know what the people who like it and who like sci-fi and who know what dune is about they're gonna go see it and we don't have to try and like dump every fact about the story within the first five minutes so there's my hot take um kind of worth watching though if you are a dune or a david lynch fan it's not amazing but there's some cool stuff 
So you're saying it's not Stargate where they go out into the woods and they're like, this is a moon millions of miles away from Earth. I mean, because that's basically Stargate. (laughs) I'm like, dude, that that's clearly Oregon. Oh yeah, no, um, they're they're definitely (laughs) like you clearly went out, like just stepped outside your studio and started shooting and like. Oh yeah, no, there was. This is another planet, and we're just gonna draw like paint on our foreheads, and now we're aliens. I mean, there's a lot of sand, which, like, you could technically find in a lot of places. Yeah. But other than that... I mean, I would expect there's sand, given it's called Dune. It's a desert planet. I think one of my favorite, like, Dune jokes is, like, like when the film came out, the new one, it was, like, somebody took took the 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 art, and, but just, like, replaced all the people with Joey Triviani. <laughs> Is that how, how you, you do? do? See, I like the one where they replaced it with the dude from The Big Lebowski and just said, dude. <laughs> Literally, those memes killed me. I loved all the memes when the first, when the first part of the new Dune came out. That was great. I was having a great time. I especially loved the one on Twitter. It was like, yeah, I'm into Dune. Dune, your mom. <laughs> <laughs> this is great um yeah read dune um watch the movies it's a great time <clears throat> i also love the person who described dune as star wars if it didn't give a single shit about you because like yeah it's very impersonal sci-fi I, I love how, I haven't seen the movie yet, but, like, in the book, they're just constantly saying things like you're supposed to know what they're talking about. Oh, have you started reading the book? Oh. Well, I've been, yeah, I've read it. Hell yeah. Sweet. How have we not talked about this yet? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I, I'm not quite finished yet. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, no, I... Incredibly, honestly, incredibly sexy of the Dune series to just, like throw all this stuff at you, like, yeah, here's, like, you know, the, the Bene Gesserit, the Kwisatz Haderach, all this stuff, and here's our main character. Paul. Okay. Honestly, power and, move. And their wives, Kylie and Lauren. <laughs> and their wives, Kylie and Lauren, yeah. <laughs> That's the same joke twice. <laughs> but also, that is the same joke twice. His mother's literally Jessica. And then everyone else is like, oh yeah, uh, Leto, Stilgar, Shawnee, like. Yeah. And then there's Paul and Jessica. Okay. Yeah, I find the Jessica very off putting in particular, and I don't. Yeah, because, like, Paul, it's like, okay, yeah, like, old biblical name. I can see how that might have. Yeah. Because Dune, like, there's no aliens. Everyone, like, it's all started from Earth. Everyone's human. So, like, that's a name that, like, sticks around like has kind of carried through because it's like you know biblical name everyone's always using it the jessica is what really throws me off because that's just such early 2000s name oh yeah i would tons of jessicas so like why did that stick until the year like 1099 whatever all i could think is that he had to have named the character after somebody probably But still, within the context of the universe, I'm still just like, why did that stick? And, like, they're the only two- well, I mean, mm -hmm. technically the Baron Harkonnen's first name is Vladimir, which, like, that's- but also, like, I don't know, it fits in more with just, like, the way the rest of the names sound. I don't know why. My brain just Mm -hmm. says it fits more. But, like, Paul and Jessica are really the only two- and especially because I've been, like, this is just me talking about Dune now. I've been reading, like, the whole series. They're the only two with really, like, distinctly, like, current era names, I guess. And, like, I don't quite know why. Maybe because there's central characters and it's easy to remember them? Actually, yeah, that kind of does make a lot of sense. Well, Ollie is kind of a normal name. Normal. Mm-hmm. Ollie is kind of like a name that you that one sees outside, like, you know. Yeah, that we would typically encounter in the world today. Yeah, so. But also you don't get, well, hmm. <laughs> 
I need to stop talking about this. <laughs> I am such a pain in the ass. But also, I haven't been this annoyingly into a book series in a long time, which is a lot of fun for me. Anyway, um, who wrote in the document, Are humans ravioli? <laughs> that was me. <laughs> I'd love to study you. Explain. <laughs> well, we're all just kind of like a bunch of guts wrapped in a fleshy tortilla roll. I know that that's not what ravioli is made of, but I, I'm blanking on what it is. I mean, I looked up the definition. The definition of okay. ravioli? Okay. Yeah. Hit me with Small, it. They use the word. Small pasta envelopes containing ground meat, cheese, or vegetables. Okay, well, that's I mean, disappointing. I kind of wanted the definition to be more ambiguous so that the answer might yeah. be yes. Um, will, will this make you happier to know what it literally means in Italian? Sure. Little turnip. <laughs> assuming this website I'm looking at is correct I love that Italy please explain I love it so much <laughs> I don't speak Italian I love yeah. it oh yeah this is from merriamwebster.com okay cool Ooh. so a reputable source History yeah. and etymology for ravioli. Italian from Italian dialect, plural of raviolo, literally little turnip. That's what it means in Italian. I kind of love everything about this. And they have a different definition of ravioli pasta in the form of little cases of dough containing a savory filling as of meat or cheese. <laughs> I never thought that a pasta could be so cute. This is amazing. Actually, um, another foreign word uh, that I'm obsessed with. I love the Spanish word for paw, like a dog's paw. I love it so much. The Spanish word for paw is pata. So whenever, sometimes when I'm, you know, on the floor with my dog, as one does, and I grab her little feet and I go, look at your little patas. It just feels very right. That's exactly what those should be called. No, so I saw that on Reddit. And somebody just wrote human skin is like pasta and our organs are the filling. So in theory, we're like human ravioli. I mean, yeah, sure. I think the only difference is that we don't have like one focal point where like the skin is pressed together. Yeah. But other than that, or are we more of a calzone? So we're very poorly made ravioli because ravioli, you wouldn't want openings because you'd have the fillings oozing out. <laughs> Yeah. Unfortunately, we have multiple openings. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Need to get some, like, egg wash and seal myself up. <laughs> Podcast is done. Must must achieve uh, full for final form of my ravioli state. No longer speak. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, I don't know. I think, um, I think I mean, like, what are ravioli. Oh, yeah, no, 100%. Well, I mean, it fits into the general category of food encased in other food. Which is just a wonderful category of food. But, like, but there's multiple every, categories. Every culture has some form of just dough with filling. And they're like, all wonderful. Our Pop-Tarts burritos. I don't think a Pop-Tart is a burrito. I can't articulate why, though. Because you don't wrap it. Yeah. It's about the action. True, but aren't you sort of wrapping a ravioli, like, around oh. the filling? Raviolis are pressed on the edges, like a Pop-Tart is pressed on the edges. Yeah, oh, that's why right. I think oh, wait. Ravioli. What am I thinking of? Why am I... Okay, I also haven't had ravioli in forever, just because, you know... Are there no Me. vegan but, options um, for ravioli? There are. I just never cared for it as much when I wasn't vegan. So like going out going out of my way to find it. But I'm thinking um, of a tortellini. That's that more of like it. a take a single piece okay. and then only part of it gets like 
that might be what together. I'm thinking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, hello. Yeah. It's a, it's a good category. Again, uh, food and dough food is, is great. I think that's one of the greatest inventions of um, of humankind. Food and dough. Yeah. There's so many variations of it that are, like, technically only slightly different from one another, right. and yet... You got your mm -hmm. bow. You got your soup dumplings from various yeah. different cultures. You got, like, your pierogies, your palmini, mm -hmm. your ravioli, mm -hmm. tortellini. So many amazing things just wrapped in carbs. Wrap it all in carbs. Everything. 11 out of 10, in my humble opinion. Man, I had another example of one, and I completely forgot what it was, and it was really funny. That's going to drive me crazy. Hmm. I was thinking along that the lines of that same category, and the thought popped into my brain. Yeah, I gotta say, I think that's where um, humans as a species peaked. Deep fried mac and cheese bites. We could put stuff like that, or jalapeno poppers. It's not dough, but it's still the food encased in. Food encased in food is stuffed peppers. The best thing we've ever done. My mom is a big fan of stuffed cabbage. Can't say I've ever actually had it. I don't think I have either. I think I have at some point. That's another whole category of food within food. Food in leaf. <laughs> stuffed cabbage, stuffed grape leaves. Mm. Literally, we need to build a monument for the person who invented bread bowls. Because, oh like, my god. Oh my god. Talk about a game changer. <laughs> okay, every time they're like, oh, you're not supposed to, like, you're not actually supposed to eat the bread. Shut up. Oh, no. Shut up. Like, literally, yeah. don't even talk to me. I'm eating the bread bowl. Yeah. The, why is it there then? Yeah. Like, like, you're not bringing me bread on the side. <laughs> Sorry, has anyone here played Fallout 4 before I make this joke? Never mind. <laughs> Wait, is Fallout that post-apocalyptic game that yeah. takes place in different cities? Okay. I knew that much. This is a thing that apparently a lot of people who played the games are really salty about. There was a like an uh, an NP like a character NPC, not just like a, you know, guy on the street that a lot of people really liked, but you didn't have the option to romance that character. And there's a TikTok I saw it was like using that sound of like it's like Nicki Minaj or Cardi B or something. It's like, "Oh, look, it says do not touch the gumballs. Why is it there then?" And it's like, you can't romance this character. Why are they there then? Sorry. <laughs> it's, wait, okay. Now I'm trying to think. Is that that game with the dog named, like, Dog or Dog, dog Meat? Or dog Meat, yeah. Yeah. Look at me. I'm going deep on this game I've never played in my life. Fallout 4 is the first Fallout game I ever played, so it has a special place in my heart, okay. even though it is objectively not the best Fallout game. I the the only reason I know anything about it is the this girl I was dating for a while her brother liked it, so I sort of like secondhand absorbed some of it, but never. And also actually. in Fallout Four, you can put goggles on the dog. I saw a dog with goggles today walk by me at the Starbucks an hour ago. Goggles. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. I love that. I'm so happy that your day was blessed with that sight. Oh, it wouldn't, it got so much better after that. I, one of the other things I'm excited for um, in summer is people walking their dogs in the various parks near the canal locks again. Because I always get to go say hi to them. Always makes my day. 11 out of 10. Especially when they try and stick their little noses, like, into the lock house. Be like, what you got in there? It's one of my favorite summer pastimes, going down to the canal and watching the doggies. Yes. Love it. There's a brewery that's, like, right on the canal over in Pittsburgh. And they have, like, um, like the big glass wall that actually opens up in the summer, like a garage door. Ooh, the whole wall Yeah, so you can sit at the bar and drink a beer and watch all the doggies. Ooh. And it's a dog-friendly brewery, and I, I've rarely been in there when there hasn't been at least one dog inside the brewery. Literally, 
like that one of the peak experiences is just like anytime it's a drunk group of people walking back from somewhere and you encounter a dog and then you get to pet the dog it does not get better than that it simply doesn't Mm -hmm. 11 out of 10 Yeah, because I think, you know, when you've been drinking, you're not, like, overthinking as much, and you're just, like, enjoying the you're little just enjoying the moment. right in front of you. And yeah. the dog is so happy that you're petting it. It's just a feedback loop of, like, increasing happiness. It's wonderful. Absolutely love it. That's why pets are, just, in general, awesome. They're great. Love them. One of the- another one of our- once, that's those are the peak things we've done: domesticating animals and um, wrapping food in dough. Mm-hmm. It's all been downhill from there. I know there's other dough wrapped items that I'm forgetting. Oh, I'm sure, and I know there's other dough wrapped items that I don't even know about yet, which is kind of wonderful to think about. What a wonderful world we live in, full of things wrapped in dough. That are yet to be discovered. God, amazing. Looks like a bright future ahead. (laughs) That video of David Lynch. I'm wearing dark glasses because I'm seeing the future and it's looking very bright. (laughs) I also follow that Twitter account that posts every Friday posts a video of David Lynch saying it's a Friday once again. I love that account. Yeah, he does his, like, daily weather reports, which are wonderful, and every time it's a Friday, he'll be like, it's, you know, today's date, and if you can believe it, it's a Friday once again. And it brightens my week. <sighs> Love David Lynch. Could talk about him for hours, but I'm not gonna do that, because I, um, I like having friends. <laughs> If I talk about David Lynch too much, I most certainly will not anymore. I'm trying to remember what the actual question was. I think it depends on how you define ravioli. Yeah, yes. I'm gonna say so. Okay. And also, we have been going for a hot minute, and honestly, the two other things I have slated for today are things I would very much like to include Emily in, because um, she helped come up with one of the questions. Okay. And the other one, if we do the Venn diagram, I just don't think it's as fun with three people. And frankly, I can't even begin to think of what the the overlap for all of us is going to be. And I think that's going to be very fun to discover through filling out the diagram together. Hmm. So. I feel like we found one once, but I don't remember what it was. Good. Keep it that way. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a fun Nothing. little sneak preview of the next episode for y'all. We will find one area of overlap between the four regular participants on this podcast. It will happen. I don't know. I'm actually skeptical of that. I think we can do it. I think we can. I do. I think there was one time where we were just all shocked that we were like, wait a minute. Is this a thing we all enjoy? It, I, I, I think we'll get we will get there i believe in us but, so there is something it def- that definitely happened i just don't know what it was so it exists we just have to rediscover it fantastic this already fills me with confidence all right well any concluding thoughts from anyone regarding literally anything that we either have or have not talked about i i would like to announce that um I had a a good slash depressing experience of adulthood in that I bought a Dyson vacuum. Okay. And that's been around to splurging and enjoying your life as an adult. So it was nice because it was a nice vacuum, but you were sad about the fact that you were really excited about buying a vacuum. Yeah. I mean, it's a really $500 vacuum. It's a nice vacuum. Girl, it's a what? $500. Oh yeah, and they get way more expensive. There's like ones that are eight hundred. Is it the cordless one? Nope. Those don't have as much suction as the. Does the it sing to you? 
No, but man, is that <laughs> the suction on that thing is ridiculous. Like I can't use it on the rug in the living room because it tries to suck the whole rug into the vacuum. It's got that. kind of scary. <laughs> oh, um, it's terrifying. Okay, wait, hang on. Question because you just um reminded me by bringing up vacuums and saying suck a bunch of times. <laughs> Were you of the generation that would try and give yourself a hickey with like a vacuum hose for bragging rights? Oh my god, I think the Dyson would suck your neck into the hose. <laughs> Um, I had like vacuumed the living room with my old vacuum like a couple days before and then I went over with the Dyson and I had to empty the door. <laughs> it's insane. Okay, but was was that your era? I think so. Interesting. <laughs> I, I, I remember them being like a thing <laughs> in general. It's just really funny to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm very excited about my vacuum. It's it's very fancy and it's very pretty, and it has a there's the giant ball thing, you know. Oh, that's fun. So it, it maneuvers much more easily, which is very cool. It's real fancy, uh, but I was like, oh, this is so cool! I'm so excited! I was like looking forward to it. I'm like, I can't wait to vacuum. And then I took a hard look at myself. <laughs> <laughs> that has the same energy of that TikTok sound, where it's the person making all the like gremlin noises, like. <laughs> I have to go to work. Like, that's similar energy, I would say. Yep. Oh. I mean, I was ridiculously excited about this nice mug warmer that now rests on my on my desk. I'm, 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 I'm a huge fan of her. She's very helpful, especially because I have this really nice mug that's, like, handmade in Poland and has a cool, really cool pattern on it. But it came with, like, a lid. So when I have the mug warmer, and I put my hot beverage on there with the lid, it keeps the heat in even better. It's wonderful. I'm having a great time. <laughs> so yeah, those are some other fun experiences. Bringing it back around to one of the first things we talked about. Little things that make adulthood fun, even if there are things that you would not have gotten excited about as a child. That's why I actually thought about the vacuum at that point. I was like, yeah, but that's not really childlike. I, I do approach the vacuum with childlike wonder. Beautiful. <laughs> Zach, anything from you? Any adult purchases that make you ridiculously happy, even though you would have been bored out of your mind by them at some point in your life? I mean, socks are always a go-to. I do love me some nice fresh but... socks where the elastic has yet to wear out, even if they're not fun, uh... even if there's not a fun pattern. <laughs> I don't know. Just probably appliance things like blenders and I whatnot. was literally gonna say, you got a nice blender? Yeah. I got the, uh, I got the, what is it? A bullet? Something like that. I don't know. The magic bullet? Just like, is yeah. the cup? Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, you, you, you put all your stuff in the thing, turn it upside down, and then it shakes up, and then you have your whatever it is that you made. I love that for you. And what was today's smoothie? Today we went very basic. We went um, almond milk and bananas and strawberry. I am a strawberry banana Just gal myself, literally. not going to lie. I love it. It's a great combo. Almond milk, banana, and protein powder is like my go-to. Sometimes a little bit of almond butter in there. Nice. Mm. You know what's good? Is almond milk banana frozen avocado and dates interesting i don't have any dates i do have frozen avocado it's so good it, it also is fine without the dates but they do add a little bit of sweetness to it but like ooh, it's so good i dig it i i did have one other really exciting adult per purchase which is actually worse Hit that it. i got oh. A thing you mount on the wall to organize your brooms. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of so. Fun. I mounted it on the inside of my closet in the living room because I, I, you know, I just kind of had the brooms leaning against the side of the wall, and I would open the door sometimes, and they would like fall at me if I didn't have them angled just right. And so I bought this thing, and I installed it. You know, got my little drill out, and installed it on there, and put the brooms in it. Uh, and this was Monday. I installed it, and at least a couple times a day, I walk by and open the closet just to look. <laughs> At what I have done. 
And that's I... also where my new vacuum is, so I get to look at both at the same time. Damn, yeah. double whammy. I love that for you. I'm actually looking around my room to see if I've recently made, like, a real adult purchase, but I don't I got, think I um, got my broom holder with lameness. I got, like, a plant stand thing for oh, my yeah, kitchen. Oh, yeah, you sent me a picture. It makes your kitchen yeah, look very nice. It does, right? It is really cute, and I love it. We stand. Yeah, no, I'm... Yeah, I'm always buying really I'm constantly buying boring adult shit, just and getting really excited about it. You know what? It's more fun that way. Yeah. It just is. After almost seven years of living here and brooms falling at me, it's not gonna happen anymore. That's and I am really just nice. It's a problem of the past. Okay, literally, like, when I finally, like, purchase, like, an electric, like, samovar set, I'm gonna be so annoying about it. I'm gonna have such a great time. That is going to be one of my, like, my, like, top tier, quote-unquote, boring adult purchases, is just fancier way of making hot water for tea. And it's gonna be wonderful. I just realized that my description of the brooms falling at me makes me sound like a living infomercial. Like, you ever see the infomercial where people, <laughs> yes. like, the, like cabinet they open the door and all the, the stuff just falls at them, you know? I don't know how those people live. I am a living infomercial. They go to, like, pour something out of a pitcher and then, like, throw it in the air. Yeah, there's I made a bunch of videos, like, uh, <laughs> mocking all those things. It's very funny. Yeah. Oh, no, those videos crack me up. It's like somebody carrying a tray, and then they're like, oh. And then they look right at the camera, too. Like, what can you do? <laughs> that was me for almost seven years. <laughs> I was go in the closet. And now, no longer. No, no longer. That's why I'm an infomercial. I'm, I'm selling I mean, at least we are aligned in that way, because I'm also a major klutz. It makes me feel less bad about myself. I'm not a klutz, it was the brooms. The brooms have it out for me. You heard it here, folks. I use them like they're tools. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, this is <laughs> been a... holding it together. We're, we're about done. <laughs> this has been a fun, um, unexpectedly conversational episode of the podcast. But you know what? I had a great time, kind of just coming up with things on the spot. I think I think it's fun to switch yeah. it up every now and again. Mm -hmm. Kind of mm -hmm. just see where things lead. Nicely done, everybody. All right. Thank you, as always, friends, for fighting with us, and we appreciate each and every single one of you very, very much, and we'll be back again next week. Adios. Bye, everyone. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly, Zach Calderon, and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at Kelly 98 at Zach Calderon, and at Aunt Sarah Sad. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Twitch, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature or consider donating to our Patreon. Thanks for listening.